that I locked you in If you couldn't That I know for sure It's that you can't make a woman Feel something she don't And you can't build a house With no doors For a while he was quiet I could tell he was thinking I thought I'd just ruined his day I just couldn't bear to see this man's last hope slip away So I thought real fast and I started talking Said, buddy, we've tried this before And if there ain't one, she'll make one Either way, she'll run and leave you with a hole for a door I said if I didn't she ever came back friend tell me how would she get in it would just be a prison that I That you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors No, you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors Fort Worth ever cross your mind 
fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Yes, it is, uh, in fact, a hump day today, if the mouse would work with me. Guess what day it is. Yeah, we already know hump that. Day. There you hump go. Day. Not only that, it's George Strait's 70th birthday. The king of country music turned 70 today and has never sounded so good. Oh, man, oh, man. You, well, George's birthday, you got to play George. We're not going to do a whole day of George because we have other news from other parts of the world. And by the way, if you're anywhere near a computer in the next 15 to 20 minutes, I would say hop onto your Facebook page because we have a very special event happening this morning. I can't tell you what it is, though. I can't tell you yet. Uh, let's, uh, let, let, let's say good mornings, and then we'll kind of start the show, um, if you will. Let's say uh, first one here is Hangtown Jen. Look at that. Morning ass. Dare I say it? Am I first? Remember years ago? Uh-oh. Uh, when it was Braddy Kid and I who fought to show up first every day, and now you're lucky if we show up before the first break. God, you're lucky to have us. I am. Oh, God, yes. Oh, I am so lucky to have the ass family, especially you, Jen, because if I didn't have you, I wouldn't know half these things like, what's a chestnut souffle? When one chizzes into a sock, then shoves it in another's throat, often used as torture or really, really kinky sex. There you go, the, the the chestnut souffle, just for Jen today. Uh, Straight Fire says, ha-ha, second place, I'll take it, but hold the participation trophy for now. Good morning, ass. What's up, buddy? How you doing? David Garza says, oh, got to get to the right area here. Hump day. Yes, uh, morning, ass family. Guy back at you. Ghost Fred says, happy. Hump day. Ass family. Andrew says, good morning, ass. Hopefully work doesn't keep me away from all this fun today. I hope not. Definitely not tomorrow, because we got news on the New Orleans Saints tomorrow. So there you go. Oh, my lucky stars. The one and only bratty kid is in the house. 
Good Lord. Who the fuck starts a conversation like that? I just sat down. I, you know, I just was welcoming you to the show. There's no reason to get mad, but I hope that you have a spectacular day. Uh, Hot Mama says, happy hump day. Hump day. Hump day. My man Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy hump, hump day. day. Hump day. Hump day. And it rise in Oklahoma. Good morning to you. All right. We're going to start the show with, um, uh, uh, I know because so, I'm so saucy. Sometimes I just ooze sauciness. And it's got to teach y'all some shit like the chestnut souffle. Pro tip, if you really want to pull it off, get yourselves a chef hat. I mean, really commit to it, people. You don't just half-ass a chestnut souffle. No, you sure as hell don't. That's a great tip. Now, I've got a video for you, ass family. Oh, and what's my mantra of lately? Nature is not your friend. This gal named Medina sat on a park bench recently, of course, in Russia. Uh, she was in the Russian city of Gronzy for this. And there's a guy there, and I guess this is normal there in Russia. Guy there, he's got a bear. He's got a pet bear. <laughs> I mean, every, every stereotype of Russia is coming out. So the motherfucker's got a pet baby bear, little cub. And he's charging people to take money with it. So this gal says, you know what? I think I'm going to go ahead and do this. So the bear's sitting on her lap, and they're taking pictures, and the bear's licking her and doing all this kind of cool stuff. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Medina must have forgotten that at lunchtime she had a salmon sandwich. Uh-oh. And, and, and what do bears love to eat? That's right. Salmon. The baby bear smelled it, and we have video. Hey, guys, we oh, are giving up. out a ton of these DeWalt samples today. Uh, just fill up. Our- Nobody wants any DeWalt samples. We just want to skip the ad. So there she is. The bear's just <laughs> loving on her. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at the smell. Racha! Racha! Oh, my God. Here he goes again. Racha! <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god, the next video after two A snake just bit a woman in the face! Snake bites a woman in the face! She tried to kiss it! Holy lord! Good god almighty, let it play into the next video I just shared with you. This is the greatest videos I've ever seen. Woman gets bit in the chin by a bear. This is what happens when you allow, uh, when you try to play with bears. How many times do I have to tell you people? The underfed bear, shocking because it's owned by a human, could smell the salmon salad. (laughs) Not only did the lady have to get a bunch of stitches in her face, but she has to get rabies shots and tetanus shots as well. That's just fucking awesome. Oh, that video made my day. Racha! Well, that's one of the greatest rachas ever. I didn't hear him this morning, but I know he's out there. Good morning, Kurt. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Becca! There you go, Becca! Uh, Medina's a dumb bitch. That's not the baby bear's face. I mean, this is like when they put shit on Joe Exotic's boots and then Tiger attacked his feet. Didn't they put sardine oil on his boots? I mean, if you wash your face with baby bear food and then you face in bear's face, that's on you. 
This bitch is the kind of woman who gets swimming in the ocean, gets bit by a shark, and blames the shark. Exactly. The snake bite, I didn't even realize that, man. I just stayed around for that. That snake bite just said, That shit is awesome. Boy, those are up for videos of the year right there. Man, oh, man. That's good stuff. That's the way to start a show right there. That, 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 that's a lightning bolt starter of a show. As we're waiting for our special, our special uh, 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 appearance. Very exciting stuff. Uh, I guess, well, what was I going to tell you about yesterday? Was I going to tell you about anything yesterday? I don't think so. Hmm? No? No? All right. Wait a minute, so Ogre, you have to go down to the video I posted. A woman is playing with a, 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 a bear cub, and the bear cub smells the salmon salad she had and bites her in the face. And then stay on for the next video, and you get to see a snake bite a woman in the face who tries to kiss a snake. By the way, who tries to kiss a snake? What the hell is wrong with you? Isn't that how you get warts, or is that just frogs? I know. I don't. It's a joke. It's a joke, people. I already know. We have all kinds of stuff on the show today. Uh, we will have an update on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial, which was magic yesterday. Uh, I got that article. Yes, Brett, thank you. We'll be doing that later on today. Uh, I had it, but thank you for sending it to me. I appreciate it. What we will start with is what the Democrats are willing to do. Senate Democrats are facing pushback after they voted last week in favor of a bill that would legalize abortion nationwide for all nine months. Now, we can sit here and have a conversation. Now, first of all, first of all, this did not pass. It did not go through. The Senate failed to pass the measure, and if the measure would have passed... It would have given health care uh, providers the right to provide abortions for up to nine months. Uh, I love the baby bear was just kissing and tucking until that taste of fish hit him. Then the animal instinct took over so quickly. Really, the only thing that would have made it better is the old man who used to have it on TV as a kid. Always sent his trusty companion to do it. <laughs> Jacques Cousteau. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, so now they're really pushing. And, and there, there was another thing that happened yesterday, and, 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 and we have it coming up here. We, we will talk about this UFO thing. I got to tell you, though, watching the news the last couple days, I, I, I'm disappointed in everybody who runs this country. I, I don't care if you're right. I don't care if you're left. I don't care if you're white, black. Puerto Rican, Mexican, Chinese. I, I, I don't give a fuck. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> Saw the video. Old Charles Darwin would be proud. Yes, he would. The Republicans, look, look they want to outlaw abortion, and now Democrats want to have abortion until the day of birth, and in some states even past that. Why can't these two sides just work together? 
I, I mean, the next story I have is about how Politico is reporting this, that the great, uh, the great uniter, Joe Biden, has come out and said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm finally going to stop trying to work with the GOP. Can I ask a question? When did you start to work with the GOP? I, I, I'm sorry. Did I, did I miss that day? Was I here the day? Did we not do a show that day or that week or that month? I mean, I, I hate to run through the abortion topic so fast, but this is what it's going to be like for the next, until November. And then abortion will magically go away. The, 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 the immigrants at the border will magically go away. They won't be on the news. We'll talk about other stuff. They'll go away because the election will have been happening and the, the red wave will have come and all this kind of good stuff. But <clears throat> I don't know about you. The people that are in charge right now, and, and I know we talk about this on the daily, but the people that are in charge right now are just really dumb. Yeah, when did he start to work? Um, there's a phrase going on right now that's involving this shooter. It, it, it's about what's being taught, replacency or something like that. And and I looked this up. By the way, yesterday, well, and we have the audio of it, and it is magical. The first day of the new pre- White House press secretary, and she just gets torched. Peter Ducey, you are my spirit animal. Um, what are they calling this? Oh, God damn it. Oh, Woke University's newest social justice crusade, fighting fat phobia. Oh, I'll come back to that. Replacement theory or the great replacement. It's such a wacky. Thank you, Ogre. Thank you so very much. I appreciate that's exactly what it's called. And what they're trying to do is replace white voters with with, with, with Hispanic and black people, right? And that, by the way, and honestly, I, I can be honest about this. I have never heard that theory until it was revealed that it was in the manifesto of the shooter. So what the people are saying, because Joe Biden's come out and talked about this, the left has come out and talked about this replacement theory. They only started talking about it because this has now replaced CRT, critical race theory, that's being taught in schools. This is now the way of the world. And it took an 18-year-old whack-job fucking nutty kid to shoot up a school and put it in his manifesto to where now that is what is happening in America. Kind of, I, I, I would have to say, kind of convenient, isn't it? We're going to blame the woes of the world on something that an 18-year-old fucking nutjob who shot up a, a, a racist, who shot up a black grocery store, is that that's the way we are? Really?
It's a neat game. Maggonuts think replacement theory will add brown voters and leftist idiots think all red states are suppressing vote. It'll all balance out. It is all dumb. It is all just lip smacking. Oh, oh, I realized I can't wait to get to this new fat phobia. As somebody who's fat, man, maybe I'll just start to go to, I'll go to a a college campus now and do a stand-up show. Somebody yells something about fat boy at me. Oh, guess what? I'm owning that fucking college. I thought blacks couldn't vote because they couldn't get IDs. Yeah, straight fire. They don't know how to use the internet either, according to the left. By the way, why is it that we have to call out the left for being racist when they say that? Black people don't know how to get a driver's license. They don't know where that is. Black people don't have the internet. They they live in huts. They don't go to the doctor. They have a witch doctor part of their tribe. I mean, how far racist do you want me to go with this? It makes me laugh. The stupidity. but, But here's the problem. It makes me laugh. But it fucking kills my soul as an American because there's so many people that do believe in this. This is why I like doing this show so much is that we don't have to jump onto an idea or anything like that because we're not mainstream. We can take the time to feel it out and see what it is. And then we start to, and we understand it, and we become educated on it, and then we discuss it. Not the regular world. They hear, oh, oh, replacement theory. That's that's what's going on in America right now. Replacement theory, replacement theory. I never heard that phrase until it was in that manifesto. Tell that to Detroit. I don't know if you know, but there's a lot of black people here. Oh, there are. Joe would say black people don't have licenses because they don't need them since they don't have jobs to drive to. <laughs> Oh, good old Joe Biden and his stupidity. This country is doomed. It really is. It is doomed, not just because of African Americans. No. But because no. by 2040, no. No. this country is no. going to be minority white no. European. No, we're doomed because of this. How could I be the president of the United States of America? I, I still don't know. Good morning, Ken Dog. How are you, my friend? Oh, man. You just got you, you just have to to love Joe Biden and his stupid cabinet and the stupid people that he works with. Oh my God. Oh, it's so, it, it, it's so delicious. When you watch all of this happen, oh, so great. Now, let's get to another thing that's happening in Washington, DC right now. The Sussman-Durham trial, prosecutors say Clinton lawyer used the FBI to create an October surprise against Trump. Meaning that the left hired the FBI to try to fucking throw off Donald Trump's campaign. Sussman is charged with making false statements to the FBI when he told General Counsel James Baker in September, less than two months before the election, that he was not doing work for any client. 
which he was, when he requested and attended a meeting with Baker where he presented purposed idea and data white papers that demonstrated a covert communications channel between the Trump Organization and Alpha Bank, which has ties to the Kremlin, even though it was all fake as shit. Blah, blah, blah. I'm truly surprised this guy has not killed himself yet. I mean, he is protecting, he is protecting the Clintons. We're going to see him. He's going to have a suicide note written. And he's going to have him shot himself 15 times in the back of the head. Doesn't surprise me. Maybe time to disband the FBI, CIA, IRS, government. Well, it's funny because even the CIA came out like a couple weeks ago and uh, they, they talked about how the FBI was fake. So the FBI is like, the FBI is getting shit on by everybody. I bet you the Postal Service comes out and says, well, at least we're not the FBI. I haven't been reporting more on this story because this is what's going to happen. Either this germ, one of these people is going to end up killing themselves. Or these guys, they knew exactly what was going to happen. They were going to be the patsies. They're going to get four or five years in jail, maybe, at an upscale fucking, you know, white-collar prison where they probably don't even have to wear a uniform. They probably get cars and golf lessons there. So I'm not making a big deal about this one because, honestly... Really? It, it just doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. So there you go. Uh, all right. Enough of that one. I, I like that Vladimir Putin starting to, he, he's starting to get a little bit of his confidence back. He came out yesterday and said, Sweden and Finland joining NATO and breaking with decades of neutrality is fine after all. No problem. No, problem. I, I don't care. Well, thanks, Vlad. Thank you for the permission for letting other countries do things that they want to do. That's very nice of you. Now, see, if Putin really would have been the pooty of old, you're out. Hey, we're just a few minutes away. Don't, don't, don't spoil. You know what it is, but don't spoil it. I wanted to see Vladimir Putin go out and go, oh, what, Finland and, and what was it, Finland and Sweden, they want to they sign up? You go ahead and sign up for NATO, you pussies. I, I, mean, I mean, you ones that have always stayed out of any wars. You don't hear a lot of great Finnish war stories. By the way, is this thing still happening over in your, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm seeing less and less blue and yellow around now. Uh, I'm seeing less, you know, money being raised for the Ukrainian people. Have, have we kind of just seen it and go, okay, it's bad, but hey, they're holding their own. Shit, I got a load of laundry in. Yeah, I mean, that's more important to me than the Ukraine war. Sorry, not sorry. Putin called NATO's geographic expansion artificial. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. 
So there you go. Good old Vlad. Now, let, let, let's, let's get to it here. Yesterday, the Pentagon showcased declassified photos and videos of UFOs. Showed this off to Congress, including a flying object without a specific explanation. And in a brief, shaky video, a small object appeared to zip past a military pilot in a separate video. The visuals are shown during testimony from Deputy Director of Naval Intelligence Scott Bray as he's presented the images and videos and said the video and photo of the glowing triangles remains unsolved but was eventually identified as an unmanned aerial vehicle. You know, a drone. So now, now, now look here. Look, look. The left wants to give you abortions. Is this the right coming out and going, hey, we'll tell you about space people if you elect us? Uh, Senate just passed another bill I, uh, I brought for another multi-billion dollars to assistance fund. Okay, well, they're still assisting them. They're paying attention. Nobody else is. Um, I always ask myself, because this is the inner journalist in me that I've been my whole career, why is this coming out now? Like, like if they've had these videos for a while and all this kind of stuff, why is it coming out now? Is, that, is, is this the newest thing that they want from us? And, and by the way, here you go. Ask family, I'm going to ask you. Do you believe that there are extraterrestrials out in the universe? Good morning, Cowboys girl. Oh, you missed a lot. You got to go back in the uh, thing and scroll down and find the bear attack that I have on video. Um, since Lerona didn't scare everyone enough to comply with tyranny, they're going to try to scare us with this shit. Ken Dog says yes, for sure. V Coop says yes. Erise says absolutely. Hot Mama, God bless you. You say no. Straight Fire says, oh, yes. Yes, I do. Douglas says yes. Cowboys girl, I don't know. I'm open to it. Derek says, I'm going to say yes. It's pretty likely since it's a big area, you know, space. Yes, they are out there and avoiding humanity like the plague. Scientifically speaking, absolutely. Whether or not they have interstellar capability, that's up for debate. Astrophysics and dumbfounding distance is incredibly hard to conquer. Ken Dog says they need a new boogeyman. 
The entire government's aliens from outer space. That's just a bug in a Biden suit. What was the question? I got distracted at work. Do you believe in extraterrestrial? Do you believe there's life out there? As Reba McIntyre once said, but wasn't singing about aliens. I have a hard time. Now, now it was something that Ogre said. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Astrophysics, astrophysics and distance. You know, we make these aliens all really, really smart. But what if they're as dumb as we are? What if they're sitting on their planet on flock on flock, and they're sitting around, they're listening to some idiot right now talking their language, talk about, you think there's extra life out there? I don't know. A lot of times, I need a lot of proof. I, I need some proof. I need any proof. I'm going backpacking next week. I'll make sure to bring a piece. Uh, Bear doesn't want any piece of my den. Uh, yes, that's why we have those Jewish space lasers. <laughs> Hashtag history of the world part one. Uh, gosh, I said that quickly. Funny, I'm not often that quick to be so certain. The smart alien saw that the bear in the snake video and said, fuck that. Yeah, that, that, that would be the other reason is that the aliens are so advanced and they're so smart and they look at us and they go, nope. It's like when you see that girl or that guy in a club and, and they look like they'd be interesting, but then you just go, nope. And you don't even go over there. That's what the aliens are doing to us. And we're that ugly girl or ugly guy. We're like, hey, you need to pay attention to us. And they're like, nope. My mama says, I can never understand why it matters. Hmm, that's an interesting question. I've never asked that before. Why does it matter if there's life out there? Maybe they have the 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 answer to the the question why are we here maybe maybe they have that answer I, I don't know I think there's life all over heck I couldn't imagine living underwater but stuff does I could not imagine a world underground in the dirt but stuff lives there uh, where there is space there is life all right all right hey fair enough I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chastise you on it I don't know if I can count all these things as evidence or proof that there is, quote-unquote, life out there. But I think it's very strange that they're, they're coming to Congress and they're talking to Congress about this. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's at Area 51. I don't know if they have an alien there in formaldehyde like they did from Independence Day or if it got out, and then we had to fight them all, and then Will Smith was great, and then he slapped Chris Rock, and we don't like him anymore. Uh, I think there is life out there, but I never cared why or who or what. Uh, why does it matter? At the same time, I just assumed it does exist. Uh, UFO, that is new distraction story because you can't run on the economy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, is it a distraction story? Absolutely. 
Oh, man. Bible is truth to some. That, look, look, I understand. I ain't telling you not to believe. I'm just saying I, I just have a hard time with it. A very, very hard time with it. But that's just me. Um, oh, somebody fucked up yesterday. Let me just tell you, somebody went and just fucked up yesterday. I don't know if anybody paid attention to this yesterday, but a China Eastern Airlines plane went down, a Boeing 737, killed 132 people. The air traffic controllers were watching this, and all of a sudden the the plane left radar as it started a nosedive. It was cruising at 29,000 feet before plummeting into the side of a mountain. The aircraft left a 65-foot deep crater. And they're saying they think it happened on purpose. Wow. Does that mean, I mean, was like, was there somebody important on this plane and the Chinese government crashed it? Or did terrorists really fuck up bad this time? Oh, I I, I hope this, I want this to be a Middle Eastern terrorist thing so bad. So bad. Uh, it's like God. There's no hundred percent concrete proof. Pictures, actual relatives still uh, talking about what great guy he was, but does it not stop people from reading the books and taking deep faith in the belief? Very true. Uh, the Bible was written by humans, and humans would never mislead the masses. That's my big problem. That's the only problem I have with the Bible. It's a great book, great stories in there, but it was written by man. I did. I saw this news report. Went down. Has never been more accurate. Ogre says, holy shit, I saw the video of this plane crash. It was totally intentional, no doubt. My man doesn't believe in the Bible. It's all good. I'm not the one to push my beliefs on others. At the same time, I'm not ashamed of my faith. No, nor should you should be. I knew that shit was intentional when it happened. Planes don't accidentally go down like that. No. No, they've uncovered the black boxes, so hopefully they figure out something. They've got, I'm sure the black boxes are coded in Chinese, so they got to get somebody Chinese to listen to it. With the pilot's name way too low and something long? I believe so. I don't know if it was the captain, Jen. Uh, I have a fear of flying just because the airplane could break, but now take into account the pilot could snap and just run into a mountain like an ultimate. Uh, fuck that. I'm going to take years to be not so raw. I don't know how to, I don't know how I'll fly again. Uh, the Bible can be like Captain Barbosa said about the rules of piracy, more guidelines than rules. Yes, uh, yes, one of the stewards' names was Holy Fuck, and Bing Bang Ow was also mentioned. <laughs> All 
right, now I want to go to Fox News. I got to see this fucking fat story. Was Kamala the pilot? She loves to go down hard. Oh, okay, here we go. Health justice is becoming a new woke agenda item for universities. They're trying to eliminate fat phobia or cultural stigmatization of obesity, including scrapping the word obesity itself. Thank you very much. Get out of here, dog. You all right? Yeah. What's wrong? You can call me when you guys get back. I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have uh, breaking news here. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right. We're going live on Facebook in three, two, one. Hello, Facebook Live. Hello, world. How are you? Today is a glorious day here at the, uh, the Arnie States Radio Show. Uh, ass Radio, if you will. ArnieRadio.com. Please tune in there. Um, as you know, a year and a half ago, these were taken away from us. Nobody told us they were going to be taken away. They just took them away. They said, you do not get any more Mexican pizzas. No more Mexican pizzas for you. Well, motherfucker, check it out. Nationwide release tomorrow. If. If you you get the app, you can get the Taco Bell Mexican pizza. As I'm opening it up, and I'm looking at it, I'll share it with you. There it is. Mexican pizza back. And now, for the initial trying. I've read some things, and I didn't like what I read, but I have to try it first. Here we go. Mm. I now I heard that the tortillas, this part right here, weren't as good as before. I don't know if it's because I haven't had one of these in two years. Um, I don't think it's quite good. Mm-hmm. You only have to use the app today. It's nationwide release tomorrow. I found out about it because Brady Kid and I found McRibs a week early, so thought we'd try it for this. I rushed here to watch you eat in front of me. Yes, yeah, well, it's the Mexican pizza. It's a triumphant return. It's a glorious day in America. Mm. Oh, yeah. This is good as shit. Mm. Now, a bratty kid just left. I got to call her. And find out what happened. Mmm. Oh, that's so good. I mean, once it hit your lips, it's fantastic. Mm-mm-mm. Mmm. I'm going to call her in just a second. Let me get this last piece here. Oh, shit, I ain't got no napkins. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, it is a glorious day. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. All right. Well, there you go, Facebook Live. Um, I'm going to go away because i got to call and find out what happened. Oh, shit. Okay. Next. Post. All right. Hello? Hey, so you know how you have to go to that goddamn fucking app? Uh-huh. And you know how you called that bitch and said, hey, you got the Mexican pizza? Oh, uh, we don't know how to find it. On the app, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Found it on the app. Right. Drove my happy ass over there to get the fucking order. Right. We don't have the Mexican pizza. Yeah, they do. We called them. I said I just called somebody 15 minutes ago. And um, y'all had it and said I had to go to the app with no shit, dumb fuck. We know that. So then I have to, she said you had to get a refund, huh? huh. So, okay. I didn't say anything. I'm listening. Oh, okay. So um, I go to the drive-thru. The lady's like, you're going to have to get a refund through the app. Through the and app? That's bullshit. Bitch, I can't get a refund through the app because when I hit cancel my order to refund me, you already started the fucking order, so I can't get a refund. So then I drive my happy ass all the way to the other fucking, the other, uh, the rock wall one. Right. And the lady's like, yeah, you can't get it. You can't get a refund through the app because they already started your order. You got to call corporate. What the fuck? What the fuck? Anyway, so you got your pizzas. Now I'm going to call fucking corporate. I'm going to call my bank and tell them to fuck off with that Taco Bell and fuck that Taco Bell. How did you but get it? How did you end up getting it? Because I went to the Rockwall store. And oh, okay. the Rockwall store has it, which technically is closer, but it doesn't seem closer. Mm -mm. But, um, yeah, I can't do anything until, um, whatchamacallit. Now i got to call the bank and tell them to cancel that fucking $18 charge, motherfuckers. Wow. I'm sorry. That's all right. It's better that Braddy came out angry versus Arnie. Uh-huh. Well, I would have killed I somebody. I would have fucking murdered somebody at the damn Taco Bell if they said we ain't got no Mexican pizza. Like, why the fuck am I going to pick out my order? I ordered four things, and you didn't have three out of the four. Man. But it says my order's ready at the, at the Rollette location. Mm. So fuck them. All right, well... All right. Thank you on, so soldier. much. I, I appreciate it. Thank you for going and getting me that. <clears throat> oh, we still got to keep this phone plugged in. I forgot. Yeah, all in all, uh, the Mexican pizza is fucking back, baby. It's back. I, I just ate the other one. While she was talking, I ate another one. Those are so good. Oh, my God. And you only need the app today. Well, see, I got it a day early. It gets... It, Nationwide releases tomorrow, so tomorrow you go to Taco Bell, you walk in, say, hey, give me a Mexican pizza, and they'll give you a Mexican pizza. Yeah, pay for it, but. Well, she ordered a couple other things too, Jen, so we'll, I'll, I'll see, but well, that sucks. My Twitter fingers are ready, tweeting customer service now. Yeah. All in all, I got to say, you know, it's fucking so good. Like, I, yeah, yeah it's, it, it, it's back. 
Taco Bell is back. Now now Taco Bell will be back in my rotation because they got the Mexican pizza back. And by the way, let's continue with this Mexican pizza talk for just one second because I, I still do have half of one left. Um, you remember they went away originally because me, me, Taco Bell said, we want, to, uh, we want to eliminate our carbon footprint because the boxes are not so biodegradable. Blah, boo, 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 boo. By the way, same fucking box. Literally, it is the exact same box. Mmm. Mmm. Damn, this is good. You've never had a Mexican pizza in your eyes? Stinkfist never had one. Now I want to try them. They came out in 1985. They say that on the box, or it says established 1985. Mm-mm-mm. I remember when the Mexican pizza first came out, I was like, yeah, I'm hooked. That shit's like heroin. Mexican pizza and Ric Flair back in the same week. Woo! By the way, Ric Flair finally made it official yesterday by commenting on it. Yes, he is coming back to the ring for one more match. Yeah, Derek. Oh, Derek, that was there. That, I'm not kidding. I'm not making that up. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it, it's exactly the same box, and that's what they said. They said they were getting rid of it because the box was too much. It was too much waste. I was like, put it in a fucking, wrap it up in paper and give it to me. Oh, that's so good. Well, if the choice is making carbon footprints or making profit, I think they chose wisely. Um, so I, I, I'm glad that we're in the middle of this fatophobia story that the Mexican pizzas showed up. The University of Illinois Chicago's public health de- defines weight stigma as, quote, the discrimination or stereotyping based on a person's weight. If you need the University of, of Illinois, Chicago, to define to you what the stigma of a person's weight is, you are too stupid to ride this ride. What is weight stigma? Huh? Now, 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 come on. I have been the fat kid my entire life. Kindog, I would imagine they're available in Cali if you have the app today. If not, it's tomorrow. And, yes, it is app. I've seen pictures of people who have it. Mikey from the Afternoon Show has had the Mexican pizza. So, yes, they are available there. I don't understand what what weight stigma is. Shut up. You need that defined to you that it's people make fun of you because you're weight? <sighs> Let's see. 
public health needs to decouple height and weight. Shut up. The incidence of weight stigma has increased by 66% with the rise of public health campaigns to end obesity epidemic. To the University of Illinois, Chicago, let me just say this right now. You are never going to get rid of fat people. We're not going anywhere. We die off a lot quicker than most other people, but there's more of them ramping up. As long as there's places that serve Mexican pizza at not even 10 o'clock in the morning here in Texas, as long as there are all-you-can-eat buffets, as long as there are preservatives in food, you will never, ever get rid of fat people. Ever. Good morning, Alicia. It's not the cardboard and plastic Taco Bell's carbon footprint. It's their customer's gas afterwards. So lifestyle factors such as nutrition and exercise are important. It's essential to note the historical racism and injustices within our current food environment. Now they're going to throw racism in there? <laughs> Let's just stop. Let's just, uh, hey. hey. Brett, don't listen. Brett, I, I know that you don't like it when I call myself fat, and that's okay. I'm okay with it. I am quite over. Look at that. Mexican pizza flags are up for Christopher. Christopher, it's a great day. Oh, man. They were so I'm I'm blown away with how good they were. That's the best piece of fast food I've had in such a long time. Like, I'm taking a big old dip right now because I feel like that right there just fucking wore me out. As presented by Soul File Farm, the U.S. food system is built on stolen land using stolen labor from black and Latinx index indigenous people. Not only has this created a large-scale food apartheid and trauma for people indigenous to this land, it has caused a disconnection of indigenous people from their cultural practices and identities. I want to find the person that wrote that and just fucking polywop them in the face. <laughs> Last week, Institutes for Bio- Bioethics and Health Humanities at the University of Texas, Galveston, hosted a lecture on fat phobia as a uh, uh, misogynist, gender, race, and weight stigma. University of California, Irvine, Associate Professor Sabrina Strings addressed fat stigma and the century of slavery and race science and perpetration throughout the Western world. Can, can, we, just, can we just stop? 
Second Crystal will celebrate today with canned enchiladas. No, it's canned tamales. If we're going to make fun of me, let's make fun of me correctly. And yes, I have two cans of Hormel uh, tamales in my pantry right now. And they are good. Put a bunch of ketchup on there. Ooh, daddy. That's right, I said it. Ketchup. Uh, All right, let's see. Uh, I got to race this story right. Huh? I swear to God, Chuck Schumer is the biggest pussy in the world. Oh, if I would have just clicked on this story, I would have known the story. Chuck Schumer sends a letter to Fox News asking Network to stop amplifying great replacement theory. He sent the letter to Fox, Chairman Rupert Murdoch, and others asking them to cease and desist amplifying the great replacement theory. Once again... Okay, let, let me read what they have. The racist theory postulates that Democrats and other shadowy elites, including Jews, <laughs> want to supplant white Americans with Hispanic voters and other immigrants of color. By the way, no one, and I mean no one, knew what this theory was until they read that manifesto. Can tamales? No, that is not a thing. Not a real-life thing. Oh, my God, Grandma saw that. She'd be coming at you with a wooden spoon. Oh, Jen, it's a real thing. Oh, they're wrapped? They're wrapped in, in tamale paper? They're wrapped? They're, they're in, like, a little, like, uh, sauce, if you will. You pour them all out into a bowl. You cook it for like a, a minute and a half. You take off the paper. You cover that with, with ketchup. Mmm, you got yourself a good meal. Now, I will tell you why this meal is so good to me. This was the only. And you got to remember, I grew up here in Texas. This was the only. Mexican-type food my dad would eat. He would try to claim chili, and I'm like, Dad, chili is not Mexican. He wouldn't eat tacos. He, he couldn't pronounce burrito or chimichanga. Motherfucker would burn himself to death if he ever got fajitas. Mm-mm-mm. Arnie, there are no Mexican grocery stores and markets where you live. If you feel like tamales, just go buy a sack of them at some... I I could do that. But, man, the canned ones are pretty damn good, Christopher. I know you didn't like them because you're used to... Look, compared to regular tamales, oh, they suck. But they're good to have. (laughs) Oh, my God, there are Mexicans rolling over in their illegal graves right now. Your dad didn't, oh, God, no, dad would never go to Taco Bell. 
Um, oh, wait, wait. Uh, I demand that Norway and all other Scandinavian countries give me reparations for the harm they've caused me. Um, and no one in my family is a ginger one. Uh, one of the first canned meals was my was canned tamales. My grandfather ate them all the time. My grandfather <laughs> would never eat Mexicans. Tamales are just as southern <laughs> as they are Mexican. That's what my, my dad would eat them too. And that's all he'd eat. He'd eat them with chili. He's like, I'm having Mexican tonight. I'm like, come on, man. No, he would not. No, we wouldn't. I, I only got to go to Taco Bell with Grandma. Like, where she lived in her apartments. Like, now the apartments are like a war zone, and they have, like, barbed wire fences up around. But, you know, back in the 70s and, and, and part of the 80s, early part of the 80s, if you walk to the back of her apartments, they, of course there was a, a, a thing ripped out of the fence to where you could walk through. That way you didn't have to walk all the way down and around. My grandmother taught me about being lazy a long time ago. And uh, you, you open that fence up, and it, right across the street, because we jaywalked too, because you ain't going to tell my grandmother anything. That's where the original McDonald's was that I used to go to. And I saw something cool the other day. Uh, we were out at a restaurant in Dallas. Kind of an uppity spot. Not really uppity, but we went at their happy hour, so we'd only pay a portion of the prices. And they had a pretty good burger. It was okay. The ambiance on the place was really nice and uppity and, and very, very Dallas-friendly, of course, since it's in Dallas. But they had a poster up of the 1979 Dallas Cowboys. And it stopped me in my tracks because I, I and I don't know if they did this uh, at McDonald's in in the Bay Area or even out in Sacramento. And they would do this at training camp, so they take the picture at training camp, and then they mass produce it into posters. And the only place you could get the poster was McDonald's. So it, it, that, that McDonald's on Forest Lane and Abrams means the world to me. Now it's just a drive-thru. But, like, I'll never forget when they put the Taco Bell in. I was so happy. My grandmother did not want any of that. She didn't eat Mexican food either. She didn't even eat tamales in a can. <laughs> I can confirm Edna's old apartments are what we call sketchy as fuck. I don't know what they're called now, but they were called the Amarada Apartments. I know that for a fact. Her phone number, I can remember, I'd have to call her every day after school. Uh, area code was 214 because that's all we were. 341-7275. Yeah, called her every day after school. Now, that makes sense when you said that your dad would order a burger on the board. Oh, he loved it. He loved it. He'd go to on the border and order burgers because they'd make it out of fresh ground beef. So getting back to this bullshit theory that they're trying to supplant on Americans right now, the great replacement theory, please, if you hear anybody talking about that, just kind of just go, <laughs> roll your eyes as nastily as you can at them. Because all they're doing is repeating stupidity. That, that, that's all this is. This is dumb. 
I wish that we were a smarter country than this. The one thing that does make me really, really proud of this country is our military. I, I look back on my life, and I do wish that I would have served now. I think that was a great failure on my part, but I knew that I wouldn't be, I, I, I couldn't be all that I could be then. Uh, the U.S. Air Force announced that it has successfully conducted, well, this is badass, a hypersonic weapon test. The B-52 Stratosness launched an air-launched rapid response weapon off the coast of Southern California. The weapon's booster ignited and burned off for expected duration. It fucking achieved hypersonic speed five times greater than the speed of sound. Damn, that's fast. That, that, that That's how fast it is. That, the rocket is faster than that. Yep, it's faster than that. And it's an American product. I love it. Whoops-a-daisy, let's just shoot one at North Korea. I don't think you're going to have much time to fucking do anything. The Army, Navy, and DARPA also maintain hypersonic weapon programs as well. You get blown up before you hear the boom. I know, right? China and Russia have developed hypersonic weapons. Uh, the defense official said that Russia has used hypersonic weapons an estimated 10 to 12 times during the invasion of Ukraine. Just for measurement, that's about 3,750 miles an hour. Damn. Damn. Man, I could end Tennessee like that. Won't even take a second to get there. Launch it. I mean, damn, that's awesome. That's American. But the one thing that this country does have that I am very, 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 very embarrassed at. Oh, before I get to the embarrassing jokes of the day today. Uh, why don't Amish people water ski? Because their horses would fucking drown. <laughs> and what do Ethiopians do at night? Starve. <laughs> Those missiles should be painted with the label Racha. Racha. I mean, I, I, I don't know necessarily how I would spell uh, this one. How badass would it be if that's what the missile sounded like flying? All right, fire the missiles. Uh, missile away. Boom. Oh, yesterday was the first day of the new White House. Press secretary. Oh, oh, continuing his hiring of the the United Colors of Benetton. She did not have a good day. No, no. Some called it, quote, excruciating to watch for botching the question of inflation. Asked by, I'm going to give it to him. Sir Peter Ducey. Lord Peter Ducey. This guy needs a title. 
He's that awesome of a reporter. Great. Congratulations. Thank nice you. to see you up there. Thank you. Uh, the president's Twitter account posted the other day, you want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Mm-hmm. How does raising... Now, now, by the way, that doesn't equate. It doesn't work. There is in no way, in no way that if you raise the taxes, it will help the economy for others. It will help lower inflation. It doesn't work. But uh, let's continue with Sir Peter Ducey. Taxes on corporations reduce inflation. Um, so are you talking about a specific tweet? He tweeted, you want to bring down inflation, let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share. Look, you know, we have talked about um, we have talked about this this past year uh, about um, making sure that the wealthiest among us are paying their fair share, um, and that is important to do. And uh, that is something that uh, you know the president has been you know working on uh, every day when we talk about inflation and lowering costs. And so it's very important uh, that uh, you know as we're seeing costs rise, uh, as we're talking about how to you know uh, you know build a, a, a America that's blah, safe, blah, that's blah. equal for everyone and doesn't leave everyone behind. That is an important part of that as well. But how does raising taxes on corporations lower the cost of gas, the cost of a used car, the cost of food for everyday Pete. So look, I think we encourage those who have done very well right, especially those who care about climate change uh, to support a fair tax code that doesn't change, that doesn't charge manufacturers, workers, cops, builders, a higher percentage of their earnings, that the most fortunate people in our nation and not let that stand in the way of reducing energy costs and fighting this existential problem, if you think about that as an example, and to support basic collective bargaining rights as well, right, that's also important. But look, it is, you know, by not if without having a fair tax code which is what i'm talking about then all every like manufacturing workers cops you know it's not fair for them to have to pay higher taxes than the folks that who are who are who are not paying taxes at well, all well, barely have to do with inflation the president said you want to bring down inflation let's make sure the wealthiest corporations pay their fair share times. jeff bezos yeah. came out and tweeted about that he said the newly created disinformation board yeah. should review this tweet would you be okay with that <laughs> look it's not a huge mystery why one of the wealthiest individuals on earth right opposes an economic agenda uh, that is for the middle class that cuts some of the biggest cost families face fights inflation for the long haul right and that's what we're talking about that's why we're we're talking about uh, lowering inflation here and adds to the historic deficit reduction the president is achieving by asking the richest taxpayers and corporations to pay their fair share what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul. This is the best person they could get. She lost the room on her first day. I I, I mean, let, let's go back. She is making Jen Pisaki. Like she, she's she's elevating her two levels that Jen Psaki is not worthy of being at.
He asked her the same question three times. And she gave three different answers. I'm in awe. I, I am in awe of this administration and their ability to speak and speak and speak and speak and not say anything. I often note and have talked with many of you um, about our shared belief that our world is increasingly more interconnected and interdependent. That is especially true when it comes to the climate crisis, which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues, to tackle these challenges, and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms, rules, and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize. So fat. Brendan, you're not fat. Action. It's the shit. Damn it. There you go. What you talking about, Kimberly? <laughs> What you talking about, Willis? I'm going to have to get that drop on there. What you talking about, Kimberly? What you talking about, Vice President? Because I have no idea what they're talking about. They just talk in this gigantic circle, and it just keeps going and going and going. They're going to do what they've been doing in this time every day. Well, that was the most sincere congratulations. Peter Ducey. Peter Ducey should get his own damn TV series. I love this fucking guy. Uh, maybe not have the moving truck going in the interview. No, that was her. That was her backing up. Uh, why she only say cops got those words? She managed to say absolutely nothing. She gives Kamala, we need to work together, answers. Hangtown Jen says, do you think Biden's idealistic dream and an inclusive panel are a bit far-stretched. I mean, he's looking over uh, qualified candidates in order to choose diversity. Yes. Like, did no one practice with this person? Pre-grill her? Throw some practice heat at her? No one-time practice run? I mean, it's live TV, the most demanding audience, and she was thrown to the wolves, and she makes P-Sucky look like a well-spoken, articulate dream. Exactly. She's stammering more than someone sitting on Michael J. Fox's lap. Dude, I saw that video and I was I was howling. And leave it to be leave it to Peter Ducey to be the one, because he was Jin Pisaki's fucking just he, he was her Achilles. Why not be the Achilles for this one too? Peter Ducey, you are the man of the day. Christopher says, what the fuck kind of answer was that? God, I wish I could just fail at my job as much as this and still get paid as much as they do. If I fuck up at my job, very bad shit happens. Now, you know what, Christopher? Here's the thing. She just crashed the school bus, and she keeps she gets to keep driving. Was she a high school dropout or dropped on her head as a baby? 
Peter is awesome. I miss Kaylee McCotty and her sassy little notebook. That was a gal you couldn't rattle. You know why? Because she was a pro. Boy, she had that book out there. Oh, really? Wha-pam! She'd find it in that book and fucking put you. Peter Ducey did not fuck with her. No, well, there's the same political agenda, so he, of course he didn't fuck with her. Um, the world is not independent. If you want to prove me wrong, nuke North Korea and see what if we needed them. If we did, I'll accept my wrongness and say oops. Biden must have chosen her because her hair smells better than peace suckies. Remember when that city council candidate came into Cheers and Fraser asked questions and the dude just gave word salad answer and Fraser getting annoyed? Yep, yep, oh, absolutely. That's the way I am right now when I hear these answers. All the guidance she needed was, that's Peter. Don't call on him and you'll avoid embarrassment. Yeah, that, do not. Whatever you do, don't call on Peter Ducey. He's going he's gonna to be in the front row. He's going to be raising his hand, maybe making noises, just to make sure you see him, but you do not see him. Do not let him ask questions. He will eviscerate you, and he will make you look stupid. Okay, ta-ta. Off to MSNBC I go. Uh, all right. Phone number, 775-357-FANS. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Today's music, just the first two. Uh, congratulations to these two legendary entertainers um, as they were announced uh, as the newest members of the Country Music Hall of Fame yesterday. One man is from Oklahoma who died because he drank too much. His name is Keith Whitley. Now, there are three people that were inducted, or three people that are going in. I don't know the third guy. But the second guy... All I got to say, country music is, it's about fucking time. Young man from Faraday, Louisiana. A man who turned a piano into a boogie-woogie machine. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Lee Lewis is the newest member of the Country Music Hall of Fame. And here's a couple from them. Darling, I can see the clouds around you, and in your heart I know a sorrow grows, but if you weep 
becomes a rose And deep as night When memories tend together Lay with me And put your fears to sleep Cause there's no pain no dream can put asunder All the love that binds you and me Darling, I can see the clouds around you And in your heart I know a song
got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FANS. Uh, the woman singing the song before uh, Jerry Lee there, that was uh, Keith Whitley's wife, Lori Morgan, at the time. And then she, you know, worked her way around the circuit, if you will. Dated Troy Aikman for a while. And then Tommy would say, well, Troy didn't want anything to do with her because he likes dudes. Wink, wink, wink. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, that's who it was. And uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, I got I got to see him do that song live. Uh, he played at Billy Bob's after the movie Great Balls of Fire came out. And I have to say that it was one of the most impressive shows I've ever seen. They, he's, I think he just had his 85th birthday or something like that, I want to say. Maybe 90th birthday. Um, and this was, so I, I saw him when he was in his seventies, man, oh man, that guy put on a hell of a show in his seventies. I can't imagine. I I wish I could have seen Jerry Lee in his, in his heyday, because that would have been the best show ever. But, uh, recently both men inducted into the country music hall of fame and it's about fucking time. Uh, all right. Where do we start? Let, let, you know what? We got to start with the, the 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 trial of the century. Well, <laughs> I mean that's that's probably the best thing to call it. Yeah, let's get to it, shall we? Yesterday, proceedings reopened in the Amber Heard Johnny Depp defamation lawsuit, and it was a day to get cross-examined. And let me tell you, Vince McMahon, you have got a new bad guy lady wrestler that might make me watch lady wrestling. And that would be Johnny Depp's lawyer. Because that gal right there, that gal is the meanest woman I have ever seen. She just laid the smacketh down upon her. And she wasn't taking anything. Her name is Camille Vasquez, the baddest woman on the planet. We have a guy here in Texas who, who he, you know, he's a personal injury attorney, but he goes by the hammer. 
His commercials are so fantastic. His commercials are the greatest things on daytime TV. (laughs) The Hammer. The Hammer won $1.8 million last year for a guy who got hit by a bus. Oh, man. Camille Vasquez has got to be related to him. She wasn't having any of it. And yesterday, oh, the ba- if I can find the video, I have to. Oh, oh let's see if I, I, if I can search it. Um, Amber heard Johnny Depp. Oh, man. Oh, I can't. Oh, oh, here she is. There we go. He's the king of the trial, bro. I wouldn't bite his head off if he did. So that's a yes? That's correct. I, I told him I wouldn't be angry. Let's look at Plankton's exhibit one, two, six, three. All right, well, let, just uh, I'll see if I can find a better video for me here. Uh, does Dallas have a ton of injury attorney billboards too? I knew the drivers were dumb as rocks moving here when I saw accident attorney billboards, bus stop ads, TV spots, etc. I was correcting that assessment. People are fucking sad. Oh, they're even worse here. We we got the hammer. We we we've got there there are attorney ads everywhere. I mean, and when I mean everywhere, I mean everywhere. But it, but the funny thing is they're so they're so fun to watch because they're all Saul Goodmans. Burr, heard, Depp. Okay, let's see. Uh, let's see uh, videos. Let's see what kind of videos we got here. I don't know. If I find something, I'll play it. I mean, it was just so good all yesterday. Um, and, and and things are not going her way at all. I mean, there was at one point yesterday that I, I saw something like six objections that, that Johnny Depp's female lawyer had, and they were all sustained. Once again, Johnny Depp... He ordered from Amazon when it came to legal representation. Amber Heard went the wish route. Oh, it's so bad. And 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 when I say it's getting worse for Amber, I, I'm not making that up because, um, oh, where is it? She could actually, she caught herself in yet another lie. Amber Heard could face police perjury probe after admitting she did not give $3.5 million from Johnny Depp's divorce settlement to charity, even though she told the high court she did. Rut-row. Rut-row. Legal experts say she could face a perjury probe over the evidence at high court. Heard says she's been unable to donate after Depp's $50 million lawsuit in 2019. 
But Depp's lawyers say that she had enough money for months before the lawsuit. Well, there you go. How fantastic is that? Who is... Wait, wait, I... I, I well, uh, this is more fascinating than Johnny Depp case are the lawyers in this and lawyers in general. Jim Adler, here you go. Are you ready to hear a Jim Adler commercial? I, and, I, and look, Jim Adler doesn't advertise on my show, but I love the guy. I wish he would. It ain't pretty when you face a bad truck wreck. Greedy insurance companies play dirty. Bring it on. I'm Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer. Go at them with Jim Adler, the tough, smart lawyer that knows how to beat them at their own game. I stand tough and carry a big, big hammer. I thought so. <laughs> Call now, 713-777-4000, or learn more at That's Jim- the greatest commercial I've ever seen. I've never seen that one. Holy shit. I dare anyone to top that ad. Jim Hedler, the Texas hammer. Oh, man. That's good shit right there. There's another one where he's got an associate. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, we got double trouble here. Hold on a second. I can turn anyone no, into up. a beach bomb. Shut up. There you go. I'm Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer. And I'm Phil Adler, the Texas Hammer. If you're seriously hurt and the insurance company's giving you trouble, give them trouble right back. Double trouble. Spokespersons for Jim Adler. Two Texas Hammers? Jim and Bill Adler? Now that's what I'm talking about. If you've been badly injured, give the insurance company double trouble and get the money you deserve. Every single dollar. Call us right now. Call 210-531-0000. That's 210-531-0000. Wow, Bill and Jim, the Texas Hammers. Wow. He's the Greg Lock of lawyers. <laughs> oh, oh, Jim Adler. Can you imagine Jim Adler and Greg Locke in the same room? That is full-blown witchcraft! It's witchcraft! Jim's got Bill. And your little dog, too. Yeah, that's what Greg Locke thinks. Oh, the Texas Hammer. God damn, I love I love living back in the South so much. Oh. <laughs> Those ads, and by the way, here's the shitter about the Jim Adler ads and the Bill Adler ads. I laugh my ass off at them, but they wake you up out of a fucking nap. Man, you could be snoozing away watching, you know, Chicago Fire Season 4, Episode 19 for the 18th time. You could be watching that, and you could be zoned out and sleeping, and all of a sudden, Jim Adler scares the bejesus out of you. Oh, man. Now, there's one more thing that happened yesterday. Uh, Oh, 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 this is... This is this was the the big. This was the big dun 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 the 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 the, the moment yesterday. <laughs> when his fucking lawyer 
Uh, we got to come up with a name for her. Since Jim Adler's the hammer, uh, Camille is going to be the uh, – she's going to be the wrecking ball. Camille's the wrecking ball. Uh, the old wrecking ball was talking to her and asked her about uh, – Johnny Depp said he'd never uh, – you'd never see his eyes again. He would never – he would never let you see his eyes again. Which, look, Johnny Depp, kind of an artsy-fartsy kind of dude. Uh, a, a little queerish, but, hey, I know he likes chicks. That's cool. Um, oh, I know the part I wanted to tell you about where the wrecking ball came through. Um, but she's, they, they're like, they're going back and forth about not seeing Johnny Depp's eyes. And Mr. Depp has not looked at you during this whole trial, has he? Uh, no, I, I, I don't believe he has. And why is that? Why is that? And Because and, he's artsy-fartsy. He's never, ever going to waste another one of his sights on her. Some bullshit like that. It's going to be something kooky and out there that's going to be in a fucking nursery rhyme someday. But Amber Heard said, no, it, he can't look at me because he's guilty. But boy, that was good. Mm-hmm. The part that the wrecking ball caused the most damage with yesterday was a story about how Amber Heard <clears throat> had actually beat up her girlfriend back in 2010 at the airport where there were witnesses. Now, Amber Heard claims this is all just bullshit that was thrown in by Johnny Depp's lawyers. But she was actually uh, she was escorted out of the airport for beating up a girlfriend and the wrecking ball did not stop. She just kept hammering the questions down. God bless her. She used the oriental spike on Amber. Oh, man, that gal. It, uh, oh, oh here, here's the here's Johnny saying it. Oh, no, a hug will save it all. All this, all this, everything we just went through. I just wanted to touch you. Really? After all the shit you just said? I just wanted to give you a hug. Yes, yes, please, please stop. Please stop. Please, I just wanted to hug you. Speak up, Johnny. I wanted to answer that. We did that last time. It's fine. That was good enough. No, because I'm nothing to you. And I will always be nothing to you. Come on, Johnny, speak up. It hurts my heart. Just feel me. No, I don't want to fucking go. No, we'll never see each other again. No, we'll never see each other again, please. Don't take my fucking glasses off. You don't like fucking looking at not my fucking eyes? You will not see my eyes again. Oh, there it was. He said it way back then. So she's even done. Amber Heard is dumb at lying. She's a bad actress. Y you would figure that that uh, 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 an actress worth her salt could put this guy away. It, it's Johnny Depp. Like we all look at Johnny Depp and we kind of feel bad for Johnny Depp because Johnny Depp's a little bitty fella. And he, he doesn't do any kind of jujitsu or anything. 
Like, if we were in a club with Johnny Depp and somebody started picking on him, I would pick on somebody picking on Johnny Depp. I like to pick on Johnny Depp here, but he, he's a little bitty guy. He doesn't want any problems. He just wants to wear all his bracelets and all of his scarves and do all that kind of shit. Hey, okay, it's a little fruity for me, but hey, he's Johnny Depp. Let him do his thing. Now, knowing how much he drinks and how much how much cocaine he uses, we could see him maybe, you know, stepping off onto a lady because that's the only person he's ever going to be tough to. But Amber has been so bad on the stand. It's like she wants to lose. Oh, it's it's awful. I can watch her. My dog stepped on a bee meme for the rest of my life. It's so awesome. That that is pretty damn funny. Oh yeah, Camille, the the wrecking ball. Boy, that lady was all in white. She was an assassin in white yesterday. Fucking A. Man, oh man, I will never give her the Whoopi Award unless she's a lawyer that's opposing me. <laughs> it was badass, dude. Uh, all right, e- enough about this. Elon Musk has come out, and uh, he says he'll scrap Twitter uh, unless he gets rid of all the fake accounts or he gets clarity on all the fake accounts. He's trying to get it cheaper. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to save a couple billion dollars. But uh, he says the company can't move forward unless it shows public proof that less than 5% of all the accounts are fake or spam. So it's all these people that have all these bots and they have all this fake shit and that's the ones that get you canceled and all the bullshit. He just wants a fake... He wants a place where people can fucking air out their grievances. We'll see what happens. I think he's still going to buy it. I, I don't think he's made this much of a stink not to buy it. But he has come out and said he's already voted. He's already decided which way he's voting in November. Now, this guy's a rich dude. You know that he's probably a liberal, and he's been a liberal his whole life, he says. He says, I would classify myself as a moderate, neither Republican or Democrat. And in fact, I have voted overwhelmingly democratically, Democrats historically. I might never have voted for a Republican, but now this election, I will. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Wow. Really? It, with the president coming after you? I mean, Joe Biden actually coming after him, politicians coming after him? He's going to vote the other way? Golly. What an idiot. The Democratic Party is. You could have Elon Musk on your side, and you pissed him off. You pissed off Elon Musk. You lost. Now it's going to be a battle between Elon Musk and George Soros to see who runs the world. Oh gosh, when ogre any any word on that meteorite coming and hitting us anytime soon? I'm ready.
right, I got to bitch about something here. I, I, I just have to. I got to get this out of the way. Now, now I, I don't watch any of these, the, these damn shows, The Voice, so you can think you can sing or, you know, I, I, any of these singing shows. America's got vocal cords, uh, you know, singing with the stars. I, 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 I don't. I, I watched American Idol back in the day because at that time it was the biggest show in the world. Um, I, I get it. I, I, I get at the time we, we watched it and, and then everybody started to tune out when, once the, the cool part of the show, the bad tryouts happened. We kind of got out of the way of that. And, and then other shows started popping up like the voice with the little spinning chairs. Now I, I do get a, uh, I do get a warm feeling. Hold on. Let me read what Alicia wrote. So annoyed, I'm so annoyed with every single stupid fuck that says Musk could give every person in the world a billion dollars for the price he's paying for Twitter for not saying I'd give up a billion, but really, we're going to tell people how to spend their money. How about y'all stop eating fast food and buying Starbucks every day and save money? Oh, wait, that would be uh, judgmental. By the way, what's he worth, like $305 billion now? Um. If he gave it, if he gave away, see, this is what makes these people even dumber. If he gave a billion dollars, every person in the world, a billion dollars. So, see, what they're not doing is they're, they're not going, oh, wait a second. He has $305 billion. That means he can give 305 people a billion dollars. That's what that means. Once person 306 gets there, there's no money left. You dumb fucks. I want to see the North Korean version of the meal where the winner gets to eat and the loser gets the old anti-aircraft guns. So... So, so these shows have, have just overrun television. I, I mean, there's a show now. There's a show coming out this week, people. It's called Dancing With Myself. Now, it does have the lovely Shakira is a judge who goddamn can still shake it. But this is a show about people dancing by themselves. Once again, people dancing by themselves. There's no one to judge you when you dance by yourself. Why is there a show about this? But yet again, I digress. I... I Dancing with myself? How do you move on? Well, you're not a good enough dancer to move on. Does that mean you don't get to dance anymore by yourself? Once again, I digress. Let me get back to that shit. We're going to loop back to that. 
Hold on, let me let me let me write back. Let loop back. To dancing. Okay. I hope Billy Idol sues the shit out of that show. I hope he's getting rich off that fucking show somehow. So 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 we've had all these competition shows, right? And usually we have a smattering of judges. The first ones, the original ones, good old What's Up Dog, Randy Jackson, Paula Abdul, and Simon Cowell. Now, that, that, that was the originals. And we loved how Simon ripped people apart that sucked. And then he got nice. And then they stopped showing the shitty auditions. That's the one reason why I'll still watch The Voice is to see the chairs not turn around. When all four chairs don't turn around, there's such a warmness in my heart. Such a warmness in my heart. Someone was listening to Billy Idol smoking massive amounts of crack when they had the idea for that show. When you get a limit, they take your right foot so you can never dance again. We'll, we'll get back to it. But I have to move on to this point first. So then, like, Paula left, and they bring in these superstars. They bring in these people that, that, that uh, fucking, you know, it, L.A. Reid, the guy who's, like, fucking produced a billion records, and all these people, these these big, bright, shining stars. And then all of a sudden, I know where they say, okay, we want Luke Bryan. And you, you, you go, Luke Bryan? What the fuck does he know about singing? That guy sucks at country music. But people watch. I mean, I still don't get why Blake Shelton was... The only reason why Blake Shelton was ever on The Voice is because he married Miranda Lambert. That's it. Brother ain't that good a sing. The only reason why Blake Blake Shelton's around now is because he's married to Gwen Stefani. Why is he judging people? So now, they just now said the replacement of The Voice this year of Kelly Clarkson, which, by the way, why is she anybody? She made it through American Idol, but didn't sell a billion records. Now they're going to Camilla Cabello? Huh? Camilla Cabello? Who? Wait, wait. Huh? Who? I know that she's a singer, but but why are you why are you putting? Camille Cabello on the show. I mean, if it's not just for looks, because she's way prettier than fucking Kelly Clarkson. But but has this gal sold like 58 trillion records? Then why is she a judge? I'll tell you this right now. If I'm a pop star and they ask me to do this show, see, I even gave them Christina Aguilera because that girl can flat out sing and she sold millions of records. She can be a judge. Camille Cabello? Are we running out of people? Oh, that's a, that, that's a shame. Is she one of Amber Heard's lawyers? The original was Star Search. Oh, yeah. With Ed, oh, but Ed McMahon had that show rolling. You get four and four quarter stars. Ed McMahon hammered his shit on that stage. That's that, that, and that stage turned out some stars. 
Got a little country band out there, Sawyer Brown. Comedian named Sinbad, hello. I think Dave Chappelle is on Star Search. No one can ho-ho-ho like Ed McMahon. Ho-ho-ho, three and one quarter stars. Tonight's round is brought to you by Budweiser and Alpo. Don't get them confused. Oh, that show had the spokes model on there. She just would walk around and people would vote. You just vote for the hottest chick. But uh, Camillo Cabello? I I mean, really? Well, what has happened to the word judge? (laughs) And by the way, if I'm her and there's somebody coming after me or my sound, oh, I'm like, oh, you were pitchy. You were terrible. We're not moving you on. Fuck you. Man. She previously served as an advisor on the NBC program. Why was she even an advisor? She have some sort of hit once? I can't recall. Now. Let's go ahead and loop on back to the dumbest show that I've ever heard of. Now now I'm I'm consumed with this show, and I'm sorry. Uh, Dancing with myself. Show. Shakira. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, Everything to know about dancing with myself. NBC's new competition series. How can it be a competition? You're dancing with yourself. All right. Nick Jonas is a judge. Why? He doesn't dance. They should just have Shakira. The end. Round one. All eyes on you. Each contestant competes in a solo performance. Let me read that again. Each contestant on the show, so you, uh, no, uh, Dancing with Myself. The show is called Dancing with Myself. And the first round, you compete a solo performance. Do we even care about the English language anymore? I'm just going to start saying the N-word over and over again because words do not matter. The only kind of performance you can have on a show of dancing with myself is a solo performance. Otherwise... You're dancing with other people. Round two. Freestyle battle round. The remaining contestants go head-to-head in pairs of two 
for the freestyle battle. Well, hold the phone. You cannot. I'm going to beat this thing. I'm going to kick this horse until it is dead and dead and dead. You cannot have a show called Dancing With Myself and you're dancing with other people. How Stephanie just texted me. You know how I feel about these singing and dancing shows. I think it would be much more fun if they were doing this in traffic. Oh, I'm dead set against this show. This show has no chance of surviving. Round three. Eight contestants will compete against one another in groups of four. If you're in a group of four, you cannot be dancing by yourself. Ooh, and that's when you get a special celebrity guest. Well, if you get a special celebrity guest, then you are not dancing with yourself. (laughs) Round four, duos and collabs. I don't even need to go any further. Then there's round five, the shakeup. The four remaining contestants, which is about three more than viewers by this point, all dance at the same time. No, 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 no. Because the show is called Dancing With Myself. The, sh- the, mo- the song is about masturbation. And round six. Fucking Christ, this game is confusing. The final two will perform a dance they choreographed at home to the same song. No, yet. No. Why? Why are you assigned? Did Did you let Shakira name this show? Ah, hoochie coochie. Dancing by myself. Hoochie-coochie. Uh. Don't let people who speak broken English write the names of shows that you don't have any idea. It's called Dancing by Myself. Or Dancing with Myself. I'm going to tell you right now, you're goddamn right the 80s had better dance contests. We had break dancing, and we had better dancing shows. Ain't a one of you out there. I'm just going to say this right now. If you're in Gen X with me, y'all motherfuckers better recognize. We all watched Dance Party USA on the USA Network when we came home from school. Don't. Even try. Don't. Uh Uh-uh. Don't try. If you don't know what that is, then thank your lucky stars. These were teenagers from all over the country 
that they'd put into some sort of fucking studio, and they would spin today's biggest hits. It'd be like Wang Chung into the cult she sells sanctuary, into, you know, old, old school hip-hop. By the way, for some odd reason, they didn't have any blacks that could dance in the 80s. Not on the USA Network. Maybe one or two. But, man, Dance Party USA, I got to tell you right now, the most white bread dancing show fucking bangs as high as the ceiling. Now, now that was a great show. Now, now uh, Stackar, I got to give it to you there. I watched Don Cornelius, and I watched Soul Train. Soul Train was the shit. You got to see all sorts of forbidden shit there on Soul Train. Man. That show couldn't touch Dance Party with Danny Trey or Terrio. Soul Train, well, are, are you talking about... Are you, now, dance party to me was old high school age girls, and, they, and like the guys would be there, and they'd be all frosted tips and blonde hair, no fat people there. Oh, it was like, and now I watch, like I'll see videos of it, and videos will pop up every now and then of it, and I just shake my head and go, I can't believe that I used to watch this shit. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm ashamed of myself. But we had solid gold. That was like that was like a dance like game show. Solid, I wasn't a big fan of solid gold. Soul Train had more sexual energy than Ron Jeremy cloning chamber, and the line at the end of it. Oh no, the line you don't fuck with the the Soul Train dance line. You don't fuck with that. That is pure perfection. That that right there could have been the entire show. And see, that did, well, see, this the funny thing is, is that Dance Party kind of led into TRL. You remember, I, I, I mean, let's talk about this, MTV back in the day. You had TRL. We were still mad that they weren't playing as many videos, but they were still playing videos. But they were like playing videos from spring break. You know, and you, you got your song of the summer from that spring break thing. Oh, I, I, I miss the old TRL days and when MTV was cool. Even when Carson Daly took it over, he brought people in. That was that was all good TV. That was all fun TV to watch. Now MTV, they just want to, you know, show us what it's like to be 16 and pregnant all the time. I wonder what happened to fun programming. I mean, now that I'm on this kick here, I, I and I'm sorry to go on this kick, but this fucking dancing with myself shit, it just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I don't know how they got this greenlit. Did did all they say? Oh, I know how they got it greenlit. The uh, the head honchos there over at, is this on NBC or is this on Fox? Uh, where the hell is it? Oh, yeah, it's on NBC. Well, that's why. Head honcho said, yep, uh, how much does it cost? 
Oh, that's it? Yeah, we'll go ahead and green light it. We don't care if anybody watches this shit. And they don't. Because people will watch this and they'll be like, oh, dancing with myself. I used to watch my music videos on Beavis and Butthead. Oh, God. Man, we, I, that, for some time, we had some really good TV. Especially on MTV. I mean, MTV had Beavis and Butthead and they had Jackass. I think they, you, you know what killed MTV? I'll tell you what killed MTV, the real world. I truly think, like, they, it was so hoke. And, and, and look, I'll tell you, I watched a lot of the first three seasons. Started in New York. Then it was in L.A. Then they did San Francisco. And I think they really jumped the shark because that's when they really stopped with a lot of the videos. MTV's Remote Control with Kurt Lo- or uh, Ken, uh, Ken something. I can't think of his name, but it was down in his basement. That was a great show. And even when they had remote control, they were playing music. And I know that MTV's never going to go back to playing music. We just sound like the bitter old guys by saying, Ah, I remember back when MTV played music. Well, I am bitter about it. Because that was a great part of growing up, man. New videos on. But now you have road rules versus real world and... All this kind of bullshit, or or we have to see Legally Blonde for the 88th time because MTV now has the rights to it. Hell yes, I'm bitter. I, I, I'm bitter about a lot of things when it comes to that world. And you know what? There's my platform. I'm going to go ahead and say what I'm bitter about. When it comes to this, I'm bitter that record stores are closed. I'm bitter that I I don't have a place to go and look at new music and just see all kind of old, cool music and see what tracks are on these songs. And yes, I know I can do that on my iTunes and all this, but it doesn't have that same mystique or that same flair as going to a record store. I am very bitter over the fact that we no longer really get to know that much about the artist, but we know too much about them. See, I, I, I like the old days when we had either vinyl covers to read or cassettes to open and read or even jewel cases that open and you could read the booklet about the band and about the music. Now we stalk them on social media because it's a lot easier. I am bitter about that. Back in the day when MTV had Yo! MTV Raps and Headbangers Ball and 120 Minutes and Alternative Nation and MTV News and Choose or Lose, back in the glories of Gen X, these poor fucking millennials and Gen Zers had this reality show dog crap. I, I, I mean... That that I am I am so bitter over MTV. When I got home from school, it was one of two things. It was either watch MTV 
or if the Cubs are on, Harry Carey is about to sing, take me out to the ball game. Watch the Cubs game. But that was only for, you know, a portion of the year. Rest of that, and this is before, you know, every show got uh, got bought into syndication. You used to have to be a special kind of show to get into syndication. Now you just have to have 100 episodes. If even that. We grew up in a time where where our moms had daytime TV with every soap opera in the world. Leading up to that were all the greatest game shows in the world. And then you had your soap operas on. And maybe you had a couple talk shows. And then the talk shows overtook everything. Yeah, now we get 20 hours worth of ridiculousness, which is a shit show anyway. Kids today don't know song lyrics, but they know singers' pronouns. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking true. Without MTV, Weird Al has no career. That's a movie I'm looking forward to seeing is the Weird Al movie. MTV sucks because Gen X, uh, Xennial, early millennials are ruining the programs. It's not for late millennials and Gen Zers' fault. Oh, you can take the Zennials and early millennials. There ain't nobody from Gen X that's fucking this up. They, look, they, the people that fucked it up, they, it, I hate them. I, and you know what? No, actually, you're right. You're right. It is Gen X. I'm sorry. I, I was getting defensive there for no reason. It is my generation. And I don't know what my generation is trying to block others from. We were privy to everything. We We... We grew up in a time where, and and by the way, it didn't bother us if we didn't get invited to somebody's birthday party. If we didn't like them, we didn't expect to get invited to their birthday party. Now every kid in the class has to be invited to the party. No thanks. This comes from the Gen Xers that didn't live Gen X. Yeah, I, I look. Look, I'm I'm going to tell you who this is. This is all the shut-ins from Gen X, and I'm not talking about shut-ins like look look. When I say shut-ins, I mean the real losers. Not not even uh, the Dungeons and Dragons crowd way above these people. Because we had them, we had all these people that that just didn't really. Associate with anybody, and then they're like, well, I'm afraid to associate with people, so now I'm going to make people associate with people. Uh. Remember when TV shows didn't require you to watch each and every fucking episode? Now every TV show is a goddamn soap opera. Fuck, even Marvel movies are becoming soap operas, and you have to watch Disney TV shows to faint. Yep. Uh. Uh, The millennials watching this shit and boasting ratings and listening to the music that makes it happen. Fuck, and I played D&D in the 80s and 90s and watched all the cool... Yes, see, because you did get out there. See, the, there are people out there that didn't. I mean, God. It's so, it's so maddening. It, 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 it is so maddening that it was our generation 
that they don't because it's our generation that's raising these idiots. It's our generation that's raising these. The 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 and 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 the, you know what? Here's the problem. This is why I'm glad I never had kids because I know I'd be the problem. I would be the ostracized one for saying, "Well, my kid doesn't get a participation trophy." I'd be the ostracized one because everybody just goes along now. I think that's the one big thing as a society that we've all kind of gone into. We just kind of go along with it now. Not everybody fights the, the everything. Hey, you pick your battles. We've all heard that phrase. Oh, you pick your battles. No, no, I, I let the battles pick me. You see, that, that, that's the problem is the battles pick me. And one of those battles is participation trophies. My kid won't get one. Well, well, so it doesn't work that way. We're going to give participation trophies to everybody. And if not, we'll just we'll just send it home. To, no, if you send it home, I'm asking you not to give my son this. Well, sir, it, it, we, we want to include him. It's, it's all this, this, this thought of inclusion. And do you know why they want everybody included? I'm going to tell you. They want them all included because they didn't know how to reach out and include themselves when they were growing up. So they felt isolated, but they did it to themselves because they didn't want to go to the parties. Because uh, they didn't want to do what those kids were doing. And, hey, more power to them for not doing it, but why not get together and do your own thing? But instead, you just stayed away, and then you had kids somehow. Somehow you found another weirdo in college. You took your pants off. You did the boom boom. And now you have a kid, and you're going to raise that kid where he's included in everything. Why? Because we weren't. Because, well, we didn't fucking reach out for it. They cannot watch these shows and send a message to the studios uh, that they suck air for from dog turds. The ones that are ruining air are the idiots that went woke. Well, that's the latest progression of this, though. You see, I started with the Gen Xers there. The Gen Xers that didn't know how to include themselves, that didn't know to just go to parties. They have gone this route of everybody gets included now, which means everybody gets a trophy. Everybody gets to be a part of it. And then that group, they loved it. They're like, man, if everybody gets this, let's give them more. Let's make sure their feelings aren't hurt next. Ken Dog says, yep, spot on, Ogre. You can't start a season three anymore. Got to watch from season one, episode one, or don't bother. They did that with young Sheldon. I didn't care for that. They did that with a lot of the Big Bang Theory, which I didn't care for that. Same with Cheers. You didn't have to watch that one from season one. I had to have a discussion with my son yesterday because he didn't make uh, All-Stars in baseball. And he shouldn't have. He felt uh, he should have anyway. I told him, dude, you shouldn't be, and you need to work harder so you can make it next year. You know what, Stinkfist, thank you so much for being a good parent. Got to work harder. 
I, I, I know you don't want to disappoint your kids, and everybody would hate to see their kids disappointed. But no, you got to earn that shit. And if he thought he was good, then, then this will teach him what, what good actually is. I mean, that right there, the stink fist, that's one of the greatest teaching moments I've ever seen right there. Because now he's going to change his idea of what good is. If he thought he was good enough to go to traveling all-stars and he's not, well, fuck, how much better do I have to be? Well, I'm just going to start working at it. I love it. I think that's great. I think that's perfect. They did it the right way there. They didn't do it like this goddamn Dancing With Myself show. Stupidest sounding fucking show. Hey, do you like the, you know, in your free time dance when nobody's around? You do? Well, do we have a show for you? You're not only going to dance one time like that, but then you get to dance with others. Wait, where are you going? Oh, you only like to dance with yourself. <laughs> fucking stupid as shit. Uh, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
I thought all my metalheads out there would appreciate uh, some Slayer this morning. So there you go, Slayer, Rain and Blood. By the way, Christopher just texted me a picture. He is at Taco Bell, and he said something that, well, I, I, I have to say I have to agree. The tostada part kind of tastes a little different, but it's a better different. And I agree, I think they're better than they were before, but it could be due to the long absence of the Mexican pizza. <laughs> Stephanie did not care for the music at all. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, in a recent survey, I don't know who did this. Uh, uh, According to the U.S. News and World Report's annual Best Place to Live. <laughs> you're not gonna you're not gonna believe me. <laughs> In first place. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on, I, I need something here. Uh, <laughs> oh, goddamn. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the number one place to live in America, Huntsville, Alabama. One, two, three. Turn it up. That's right. Huntsville, Alabama ranks the number one place on the U.S. News and World Report's Best Places to Live. Topping Boulder, Colorado, who had had the crown for the last two years, but now sits at number four. Number two! The number two place to live in America, ladies and gentlemen, is... Colorado Springs, followed by Green Bay, Wisconsin, which jumped up 18 spots due to its affordability, and rounding out number four, or or number five, jumping 31 spots, San Jose, California. Wow. Wow. From Huntsville all the way to San Jose. Pretty much what they're saying is top five places, no place on the East Coast. Fuck you. It's all Southern or Midwest. Where's Fresno on that list? Somewhere in the top five, I'm sure. No, the number two place to live is Albuquerque, and I mean number two. Um... Let's see. I'll see if I can get the list here. Like, all this is going on. I guess this is where it came out, that Rockland is one of the richest counties in Texas. Rockwall County is, really? It's because we're the smallest county in Texas. One of the smallest. Oh, come on, Google. Where are you here? Let's go. I, I just I just want the whole list of uh, of this. Oh, stop! Just stop! You're going too slow. 
come up faster now? Maybe. No. Bubba, what did you do to the computer? Did you PP on the computer? Well, it's not coming up. You'll have to look it up yourselves. Damn thing. Some of the most expensive living on that place, really. I mean, fucking San Jose. I, w- I would say that San Jose is pretty expensive to live. I don't know if Huntsville, Alabama is, but you live in Huntsville, Alabama. Must not care too much about the uh, education process. Uh-huh. And I, I don't think Colorado's that cheap to live in. But I but I don't know. Oh, the rounding out the top ten. Uh Raleigh Nor- Raleigh Durham, North Carolina. Fayetteville, Arkansas. Portland, Maine, Sarasota, Florida. Wow, and at number ten, San Francisco, California. I, I No. No. Ooh, best place to live in Dallas. Ooh, I want to cut. Ooh, oh. I I don't want an agency ad. I want I want the best place to live in in Dallas. That's bullshit. All that is is just fucking eye eye grabbing places thing. Oh, I did it again. Jesus, stop doing it. San Jose very expensive. Yeah, San Francisco is number one city to live for dung beetles. I mean, I don't even know how they can have number. One of the worst homeless problems in all of America. Crime rampant. I was watching a video. Uh, you know, it, remember when those gangs were going around and they were breaking windows at jewelry shops and stuff? And they went to Beverly Hills and they got a jewelry shop in Beverly Hills? Do you know how much they got? Are you ready for this? Just out of the front window alone, they got $9 million worth of jewelry. I honestly don't know how it, how any of the big cities get mentioned in California at all. I mean, I, I guess if there was one, and it's only because I've seen the nice parts of it, I would put San Diego anywhere near there, but I don't know. L.A. is a dump. San Francisco's fucking piss and shit smell. Sacramento's not really a big city. No, no, I'm not buying this list. They, they they lost me at all that. They lost me at number ten. Uh, all right. We haven't seen one of these in a while, and it used to be. You know, it used to be so funny on this show was that. Wait, where'd the story go? Wait, wait, wait huh? Wait, the story went away. Hold on. No. Uh, Okay, there we go. How about that? All right. Well, we haven't seen one of these in a while. And when we first started this show, by the way, we're coming up on our five-year anniversary. We are a mere, what, how many days are in this month? 30 or 31? Uh, 12, 13, 14 days. June 1st, we will celebrate the five-year anniversary of this show. And when this first show first started five years ago, there was one topic that it seemed to be running rampant in this country, and it was fantastic, and it was teacher sex. Yep. 
And we ain't talking the okie kind of guy, teacher, girl, student, or guy, teacher, guy, student. No, no, no. This was female teacher, male student. And, and yes, oh, it's horrible. It, it's terrible. It's statutory rape. Blah, 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 blah. But it has happened again. A married Pennsylvania high school choir director was arrested for a sexual relationship, oh my, with a female student. Giggity, giggity, goo. Olivia Orts was taken into custody Monday and hit with two counts of sexual activity with a 17-year-old Wilmington area high school student. Her husband, who did freelance work for the school's music department, found incriminating messages on her iPad coming home from a recent trip to Florida and told the principal. Now, wait a second here. Whoa. And I got to say, Miss Orts is a tad bit on the hot side. Five foot eight. Dirty blonde hair, thin, well, I can sing, obviously. Um, so you got your smoking hot wife with a 17-year-old student, and they're doing, you know, they, they, they're licking a lot of puss. They're playing master scissors. And you turn them in. Now, 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 did he turn him in right away, or was there a night that he invited his wife home? Maybe turn down the lights a little bit. Maybe turned on the music. Said, "Hey, honey, I found these pictures of you and this 17-year-old, and I was wondering maybe, uh, maybe if I could join the fray, <laughs> if you will." Now, the funny part is that this guy's boss as music director at the school was also charged with sexual misconduct with students because allegedly he had an affinity for tickling the feet of co-eds and forming inappropriate close relationships. Oh, he was a shoe, he was a foot fetish guy. Oh. Oh, I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. There we go. Uh, Christopher just wrote, okay, I'm done. Fuck, that was good. Figured out the difference. The tortilla used to make the tostadas used to be a white corn tortilla. The New Mexican pizza is made with a yellow corn instead of white corn. Fucking delicious. Now they need to bring back the double-decker taco and grilled stuffed burrito, and all will be right in the world. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Derek, I'm glad you found me, too. Well, this school's got a, a, a little reputation for, for diddling students there. Man, oh, man. Wait, there, there, there's another one? Oh, wait, no. Oh, gosh. 
See, this is the bad part of it. Then you get stories like this guy about Daniel Norman, 41, who taught at Independence Middle School. And was caught, uh, or was was is facing alleged sex act with a sixteen-year-old former student. Yuck! God damn, that guy's going to jail forever. Chick, not so much. She's not going to go to jail that long. She's just going to be there a couple days. Pay a fine, move on. Way to usher that young man in, or that young lady into womanhood. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, pretty sure flour tortillas are used, though. I, I'm not sure. I, I I don't care what kind of tortillas are used. I'm just happy they're using them again. I mean, it, we have the Mexican pizza back, people, and I have told you it is remarkable. Christopher, who is Hispanic, told you it's remarkable. That should be enough right there on its own. That's home cooking right there. I'm kidding. Oh, where do we go from here? Oh, how about this story here? Ah, to live in Spain, ladies. Uh, Women will be offered unlimited, unlimited menstrual leave every month if they suffer severe period pain in Spain. So if you have pain in Spain, you don't have to work till it rains. Now, now ladies of Ask Family, I'm going to ask you a serious question. And I'd like an answer. I'd like a, a, a true answer. If you had an opportunity to take unlimited menstrual leave every month, due to the severity of the quote-unquote pain. Ask family ladies, how many of you would take advantage of that? Cowboys girl starts off by saying, that's fucking awesome. Straight Fire says, if you have unlimited pain in Spain while on your stain, now you don't have to complain. Matt Hatter says, I've had three Mexican pizzas from different Taco Bells, and none of them were cut. Did they throw away? I hate that when they don't cut them. Mine was kind of cut. They, they got lazy in the, in, in the last period. We, we need to get them up to standards, and they need to be cutting this pizzas. Cowboys Girl says, fuck yeah, I would. Sassy Pammy says, yep, I'd take advantage of it. Spain is going to see a big uptake in men identifying as women. I identify as a period person, so yes. Cowboys Girl says, I do have bad cramps, so I used to work fine uh, on that time. Now I'm older and that shit fucking hurts. 
Uh, that makes women less marketable in the job market. We hire, Why hire a woman when she's going to be taking a week off every month when you can hire a man who wouldn't have that issue? Sadly, that is very, very true. Oh, dear God. Oh, we have breaking news. Hold on. I, I, oh, my God. This is so breaking news. This better be the first story on there. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Since we're kind of doing a pope. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. All right, a TikTok star from England. Sad that these are the new quote-unquote stars of society. The woman who goes by the handle of Soph Zoloffs shared her horror story, even posting the x-ray image. She said things got out of hand when she was using the three-inch vibrator. And, well, it got stuck in her butt. She says she couldn't even she couldn't go to the hospital that night it happened. She tried sleeping with the vibrator inside, but the toy continued to buzz through the night. That's the energizer bunny working overtime there. Causing an uncomfortable situation. When she finally went to the hospital, she says doctors struggled to get it out and the only option was a surgical procedure. Boy, you know so and, and I mean yeah, I don't know if she's attractive or not, but man, if you get a chance to put your arm into a chick's ass, you're going to do it. She woke up from surgery to find her vibrator next to a plastic bag, and to nobody's surprise, it still had battery life to it. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you, Braddy Kid, for sending me that story. Oh, my God. Whoopsie, got it stuck in the old ass. Whoopsie, Daisy, you're going to need a bigger than three-inch one. Somebody needs to send this gal like a, like an 18-inch double donger. I just saw 450 for gas and Richardson. What the fuck is going on in this world? I know, right? Fucking gas prices are almost $5 a gallon here in Texas now. But according to Joe Biden and his press secretary, the way to combat that is to raise the taxes of the richest. (laughs) If I was assisting with that surgery, I'd look at the doctor and say, wow, you just pulled that out of her ass. (laughs) Oh... But getting back to this, you know, unlimited time off, you know, I, I, is, is it really unlimited? Like, if you haven't been in the office for like 12 or 13 days, and they call you and you're like, oh, God damn it, still hurts. I mean... I was raised with both my parents working and felt like it was the way to be. As an adult, I feel that 
women at home as a homemaker is better for the youth. This could be reversed and have men at home as a homemaker, but women typically are more nurturing, nurturing than men. We have devalued women in society as homemakers and encouraged them to take on more manly roles to achieve value. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anyone says. The president absolutely has the power to affect gas prices. Oh, absolutely. But raising the taxes on the richest people in the world in America will not. I heard the average is expected to hit six goddamn dollars. Well, we we still got about a month uh, away, month and a half. Usually, Fourth of July prices are where they spike the most, either there or Labor Day. But once again, if you think that this current administration cares about America, better wake up. They want you to rely on them. This whole gas thing, this gas thing was something that they wanted to have happen. They want you to not rely on gas anymore, and they're going to do everything in their power to get you ready for that, including raising gas prices so much to where you are taking more public transportation or the sales of electric cars is going up, which it actually is rising. Keystone is shut. Gas immediately goes up. Therefore, Joe says it's the fault of the rich. Oh, totally. It's not so much the man's fault as the woman's on working. Women scream for equality like that of a lot of women. Now they just ne- and they're just never satisfied. Well, look, look, look here. Here's the thing. If you call for equality, then you're going to have to give guys days off during the week too. Equality goes both ways. I mean, if you think about it, if you have two people that are working in an office and they're peers, they're right on the same level, and they do the same amount of work, they do the same kind of work and the same amount of work, who's got to pick up her slack when she leaves? Because it can't just build up for three days, six days, seven days. It can't just build up. Somebody's got to do that. And if it was equality then that guy would get an extra three to seven days off a month for no for, for reasons, for personal reasons. That's equality. Getting the same for the same. And I do not doubt that women have extreme menstrual problems, and I, I understand that. But when you holler about equality and pay and all this kind of stuff, you're doing the same job, then... You should get the same money, but if you're not, then no. If you're, if you, if a boss hires you and he hires you at less money, but he gives you the eight days off, isn't that a fair trade? Yeah, they want gas prices to go up so you don't buy it anymore. Yes, exactly. They want you to buy. This is this is the government. And this is why it's so important to get these people out of office because these are the people that are doing it to you. They are, they are trying to control how you live completely. From what TV channels you watch down to what kind of automobile you have. 
And the current narrative is to get rid of all fossil fuel power cars. So, okay, we'll have to go to electric or whatever, even though we're not built for it yet. So why not do it? And let's start right now. It's a dumb plan, and the problem is is that they're putting so much into it right now that it's all going to be ripped down the next time somebody with an R gets to be president. All the money that, that we're dumping into these projects right now will be lost. Just letting you know. And then when they start their projects, about two years after they get voted out of office, they will be squashed, and we continue to lose all this money, all because one side has to be right over the other. Instead of both sides saying, hey, let's work together and figure out what's right together. Because God forbid we walk across the fucking aisles. Joe Biden coming out, like I told you, says he's not going to work with the GOP anymore. I just want one instance where you can show me he did work with the GOP during his presidency. I was going to say pregnancy, Uh, but his presidency. He hasn't. He hasn't done it once. Come on. Don't try to sell the American people that short. They they are paying attention. They might not pay that much attention, but they are paying attention. More problems in the world of soccer. Rot row. Boy, what's going to happen? Who's going to win this fight? Idrissia Guay, a Muslim soccer player, a Muslim soccer player for the French team Paris Saint Germain, refused to wear a jersey adorned with rainbow-colored numbers in support of the Alphabet Mafia and sat out his team's 4-0 win against uh, Montpellier. Now, uh, one activist group wants an investigation and others want Guai punished. Players all across France wore special jerseys. In solidarity with the International Day Against Homophobia, Biphobia, and Transphobia. Uh, the manager for the soccer team says his absence was for personal reasons, but he's not injured, the outlet added. Homophobia is not an opinion, but a crime, someone wrote. Uh, oh, they tweeted that out, Rogue tweeted that out Sunday. So people are talking about this. Uh, they say the dude's Muslim. He's never, not to anyone's knowledge, mistreated or discriminated against anybody. Look, look, he didn't want to wear the jersey, so they benched him. He was okay with it. He didn't want to say anything else about it. Look, I, I might I might not understand his religion, being a Muslim. I might not understand that. He, he probably won't understand me. And once again, this is in, in France, so they're going to do it a whole lot different. 
They're going to fucking, they're going to, you know, crucify this fella. This is why we don't get along. You want to know why we don't get along? Is because shit is forced upon us. Did we like shit forced upon us when we were kids? No, we didn't like it then, and we hate it even more as an adult. And here's an adult man who plays for a soccer team who their agenda is to go along and be along, so they're going to wear special uniforms that celebrate this. I have no problem with that. That's the way business works in America. You're going to go along with that because you don't want people to be against your business. But he doesn't have to. This is why I get so upset when they they make a big deal about somebody not visiting the White House. Yeah, I, I look at it this way. You might not ever get, and this is like when pro athletes get to visit the president. And the pro athletes are going to get a better tour than the regular, you know, Joe Schmo tour of the White House. I can understand disliking the president as much as the next guy. But if you get invited to the White House and you don't go, you're turning down a presidential invitation and you get to see the White House. How many more opportunities are you going to get to see that? You don't have to like the guy. It's the White House. Go see the White House. Go have some grub from the White House. Don't care if you don't like him. I didn't like anybody that did that to Bush, that did it to Obama, that did it to to. to to, to Trump, that, that that I don't have time for that shit. Oh, wow, look at you. You pampered millionaire athlete. Wow, you get to go to the White House and hang out and meet the president. And because you don't like him, you're not going to go. Uh, I, 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 all I got to say to you is... Uh, well, la de and well, whoop the freaking do! Look at that, man! And you know what you accomplished? Jet squad. That's sadly but true. Hell yeah, go to the White House, sneak in the Lincoln bedroom, and pull an Amber Heard. Uh, my cousin played for the U.S. national soccer team in the early '90s and got to meet Clinton back then. Oh, man. <laughs> Did he get laid? He was married at the time. Damn it. Yeah, I, look, man, that poor guy. Hey, his religion is that. This is why I always tell American people this. You, you, you people that go and you thump your Bibles and you say your prayers, more power to you. But remember, in America, religion's a pastime. Over there, it is life. They cannot live their life without religion over in the Middle East. Over here, we we pick and choose it. And I'm talking to all you two-timers out there. You know, you you go to church twice a year, Christmas and Easter. Nothing wrong with you. Hey, that, that that's just the way it goes. I get it. Church sucks. I'll say it. 
but don't try to compare. And, and this guy making a stand for his religious beliefs, I believe in him, and I think he should have the right to stand up for himself. Boy, this reminds me of the good old days of going to the airport. State transportation officials are tightening the rules on concession prices around uh, New York City. New York City! Yeah, that's what I said, airports. After finding a vendor charging as much as $27 for a beer at LaGuardia. Hey, I got beer over here. We got beer. What you want? Uh, we have this. And it's $27. The policy change comes after a traveler's complaint when the listed price of a seasonal beer exceeded $27. Port Authority Chairman Kevin O'Toole says nobody should be able to have to fork over so much money for a beer. So this reminds me of the good old days. Yeah, yeah, Al, Al, we be, I'd be uh, $27. Fuck you too. Yeah, that's all there it is. Back in the good old days. Oh, oh, come on, Gen Xers. Come on, let's all go back, shall we? you took somebody to the airport you meant you took somebody to the airport that means you went into the airport you went through the x-ray machines and you walked them all the way to the gate pretty much to make sure they got on the fucking plane and then that tragedy of 9-11 happened and now only ticketed customers can get through well back in the old days they didn't really care what you took through. I mean, as long as it wasn't, you know, firearms or anything like that. And when I would travel, I would drink. And by drink, I mean get shit housed. Uh, I've only taken one cruise in my entire life. It was early in my career. It was with somebody who I thought was my friend, but whatever. Uh, we started the day off flying from uh, Reno to San Diego, or L.A. We flew to L.A. And that's where it began. Now, you can't drink anything. You can't bring anything onto the plane, but you could bring stuff into the airport. And I had a case of Miller Lite, and I brought a case of Miller Lite into the airport. And back then, you only had to get to the airport like an hour and a half early. And, yes, I drank pretty much the entire case in that hour and a half. Get on the plane. I fall asleep for the hour and 15-minute long ride to L.A. We get on the bus, and I start drinking some of the other guy's beer because now we have to take a bus to the actual boat. So we get to the boat. I've had about 28 beers by now. We get to the boat, and I'm functioning fine because I got a little nap in there on the flight and, you know, the bus ride. 
So then we get to the room and we open uh, uh, open our luggage and and we have snuck a bottle of tequila on board because we knew that we'd be locked down like for the first hour or so because they have to do all the safety checks. And by the way, we were on this boat for three days and never once knew where our lifeboat was. We never did the the lifeboat like they they always do the 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 alarm the the fake alarm the running of it. Yeah, we never left our rooms. That first night is what started it because we were doing tequila poppers. That's where you pour tequila and Sprite in a shot glass, pop the bottom of it, it fizzes, and you down it. It's the only real way to drink tequila. That way it tastes like Sprite, and it comes up as Sprite. Uh, So I did like four or five there. Then they make the announcement that all the duty-free shops are open. I mean, it's time to go down to the duty-free shop and buy... Two massive bottles of liquor for under $12. Oh, I was peeing the whole time. My kidneys and bladder. Oh, I was peeing. I, I mean, like, we had our room. We were in our room. We were doing the poppers and stuff. I peed on the plane. Back then, I could fit in the airport lavatory. Barely. So then we get, and I get a bottle of Tangeray because I'd recently found gin. It's near the end of my drinking days. And, of course, a bottle of Jack Daniels. So I did a couple shots of each. Made myself a Tangeray and tonic. I, I don't know what we're up to. Are we up to, like, 40 drinks now? So uh, they let us know where it's an hour before our dinner time. So we go down and we go to the bar area. I have a couple beers down there. And then we get to the table to eat. We meet the people that we're going to sit with each and every day. And there's a bottle of wine there. I drank a couple glasses of that. I, I don't like hot drinks, and that was nasty. And to this day, taking a drink of that wine was the last thing I remember until waking up the next morning hungover as shit. I, I, I don't know how I made it back to my room. I don't know anything that was said at that table. I woke up watching the, the, the movie that was on was First Kid, starring Sinbad. That was a rough night. Oof. But yeah, you used to be able to bring alcohol through. Couldn't take it on the plane. $27 for a fucking one beer. Holy shit. And if you pay that, how much of an alcoholic are you? I mean, seriously. Now, we, we, we have somebody who seems to have a tad bit of Floridas, but he's not from Florida. No, no, no. He is from the great state of Texas here. And, and I got to tell you, this guy has got to be one of the stupidest people I've ever heard. On Saturday, police pulled over a U-Haul truck after an officer witnessed it driving erratically on I-30. The U-Haul driver was then exited onto Farm Route 1565, pulled into a gas station. After running the license plate and registration, the officer was alerted that U-Haul truck had been reported 
Stolen, in fact. Oh, my God. Stolen out of Holland, Michigan. And that's when the driver took off in the U-Haul, got back onto I-30, and led police on a quote-unquote high-speed chase. Oh, shit, this happened right here. Oh, my God. The officers followed the truck as he got back onto the interstate to pull him over. After exiting onto Highway 205 in Rockwall, Texas. Oh, my God. He ditched the U-Haul and started to run. Officers located the suspect inside a residence, took him into police custody. Identified him as Jovan Harper. Searching the truck, found uh, several electronic devices. Investigators also led to be stolen. Marijuana, multiple ID cards, personal tax documents in the truck. A man who thought he was going to outrun the police in a U-Haul. Let that one sink in for a little bit. Wait, wait, we got a story here. Douglas just sent me a story. Ministry of Truth shut down. What's here? Disinformation. Uh, no, 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 no. I hate myself. Yeah, let's go do that. Uh, disinformation. Government's board shut down. WAPO Journal blames right-wing attacks. Of course they're going to blame the right wing. That's That's all they can do. This is so, it's getting so out of hand. Everything is, is, is their fault. Including thinking that you can outrun a damn police car in a U-Haul. What the fuck is wrong with people, man? Oh, all right. That's going to do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow. Same Arnie time. Same Arnie channel. Till then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Enjoy your uh, pump day. Pump day. Pump day. And until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Lately, you've been showing all the signs. Of a woman with someone else on her mind It's not your fault It's the nights I have left you alone If you're thinking you want a stranger There's one coming home If you're thinking you want a stranger I'll soon be there You're gonna see A change in me This time I swear
silk gown and perfume today. Picked up some roses and champagne on the way. Oh, I called you, asked you to put some soft music on. Cause if you're thinking you want a stranger, there's one coming home If you're thinking You want a stranger I'll soon be there You're gonna see A change in me This time I swear is outside waiting to arrest him.